Welcome to the podcast. We talk about all the things that are hidden in the shadows. This is Isaac. And this is Megan. And on this episode, we talk about... Cropsy. And it feels like it's been a while since the actual episode. We've been getting things together and ready for our live podcast episode and investigation. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so finally, we, we were planning to go somewhere else, but that fell through. But now we have a place that we thought was... Eh. But end up coming, we find out that it's holy crap. So I guess the plan is this, well, the time you listen to it, this Saturday, the 29th, uh, we are having a live podcast episode. So you can see us recording in the person, as they say, mm-hmm. um, at 7 o'clock uh, the Saturday night. Uh, and then immediately following that would be the live investigation from Shadow Walker Paranormal's TikTok, right? TikTok or Instagram, we haven't kind of, we're still working out like those kind of kinks. Yeah. But um, we'll make an announcement definitely beforehand. Yeah. And the cool thing is the live podcast is actually at the location. Yes. So we're doing a live podcast from the location. Talking about the location. Talking about the location. <laughs> so if you hear AVPs, if you see things in the background, if you hear things during recording, yeah. So you're here in real time. So. And then the recording from that episode will come out that following Monday. So even if you don't have a chance to watch the live, you still can go back and hear everything that happened. On my end, because I edit our podcast, I'm going to try to actually not edit as clean as I normally do, just so that if there is any EVPs, you guys can listen to it. And I'll put a disclaimer for the people that get upset with that. So, And we're not telling anybody. I know you're probably asking where the hell is it going to be. We're not telling anybody until the day of. To find out where our investigation is, you have to tune in 7 o'clock uh, this Saturday, October 29th, to find out where the hell we're going to be. Yeah, and it's mainly for our kind of like safety reasons since it's local. Yeah. So. But yeah, so this Saturday night, 7 o'clock, and then following that would be the live investigation from said location uh, at 8. Yeah. Yes. And it'll also be full-fledged like shadow walker paranormals first like episode episode Mm. on the youtube page so i'm gonna edit it all nice slack and upload it onto the shadow walker page as our first official episode so that'll be fun no real haunted update right no not really just (laughs) same old same old yeah so uh we really haven't even done that many investigations so get ready for this one. Yeah. So it's kind of just like getting ready for it. I mean, it's it's not something where you got to like mentally prepare for it. Um, There's a this location has a bunch of different like paranormal things happening, if that makes sense. Which I'll be explained so. and the life. Yes. But um, another thing I just remembered, uh, the bonus episode this Wednesday. Oh, yeah. The roundtable. Roundtable part two. Yeah. Which yes. has. um. Uh, we have Corey, who's been on here before. Um, he's an urban explorer. He was on the past round table. Then we have the Unknown Paranormal. We have Mike from the UK. Um, Mike from Shadow Walker Paranormal. Yeah. Yeah, that's everyone, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't yeah. have my list handy. Kind of like when I go grocery shopping. I never take I make a list, but never take it. That's kind of... Oh, that what was difficult about that episode is that there were three mics that I had to talk to at the same time. Yeah. So I remember I had to go mic A, mic B, mic C, but um, <laughs> it it was a good episode. And it's, it's gonna be it's it's a long one. It's gonna be a long one because uh, the conversations we have and the topics we go through 
Uh, I'm honestly, I barely talk in the episode, but there's a lot of conversations from other people during the whole thing, and it's interesting topics that they all share. So yeah. it's going to be a good one. Yeah. So if you thought the hour and a half one from the first episode was a long one, no, 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 no. Yeah. I remember funny. Uh, was it uh, Corey kept saying that these episodes always go long? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So far, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. you got a lot more people trying to talk, and you want to get their stories out and all that stuff. And depending on the experience, so far we've had really good luck with grouping correct people together. So people that vibe really well together. So that's you know great on our part. You know. Yeah. So, on to today's episode. Yes. So, today is actually was a request that we do. Um, a lot of the times, uh, we'll get sent things that people see on TikTok, or even we see stuff on TikTok, and we're like, ooh, good episode idea. Um, and this was one of them. Somebody had seen an urban legend um, of Cropsy, which... The idea of Cropsy is obviously terrifying, but the fact that it came basically to life in a true true crime type story. So this one's going to be kind of short um, just because there's not a lot, a lot. And we even the, we, we cover more of the paranormal versus true crime. And it kind of turns that way. You know, it starts off as an urban legend and then morphs into an actual like true crime like situation that took place. Kind of a little bit of some of the stuff that the guy says makes you kind of think, oh, was something paranormal involved? And then plus the location where I guess these murders took place. I mean, I to me would be haunted. You know, it would be a place that I would look at to see if it was haunted. So, yeah. So, let's go into the, what the urban legend was actually, what it was actually. So, who the heck is Cropsy, right? So, the urban legend started around the 1970s around Staten Island, New York. While there was different variants of the story, you know, there was little changes here and there because it was a very word-of-mouth kind of story. The story focuses around a man that after the death of his son escaped a mental health hospital and would kidnap and murder specifically children. And he had a hook for a hand. Some stories have that he had an axe that he would go crazy with. And you got to think this was in the time of, like, slasher movies when it was out of sight. So this story would be told from parents to kids, like, you better not go out of there. Better not stay out late. Cropsy's going to get you. Why hasn't it become a movie or it has? It it was a documentary. And then there was, I think, a similar story-esque that took place that became kind of like a horror movie. It was like based off of it, but it wasn't like 100% Cropsy. But a lot of horror movies from like the 1970s all the way on, kind of. And, you know, a lot of people that lived in the Staten Island and New York area, um have memories of like their parents telling them about you know cropsy so it was kind of like the staten island boogeyman Mm. you know like don't go out late don't go by the tunnels don't go there don't go there cropsy's gonna get you you don't behave you know like that kind of thing like how la la rona was (laughs) for for no i know you do you know what i mean you get what i'm saying (laughs) like in the end for it was la la rona it was cuckoo and it was a chupacabra the yeah, mom and dad would always use them. You better go to bed or Kukui's going to get you. <laughs> yeah, so this took place in the 1970s. So this was, you know, spread out. And like I said, a lot of slasher movies started to come out. And um, some articles even described that it was the story was always told at like the summer camps there. It was always told to kind of just like spook people. But 
in the 1980s was when the legend turned true. Um, there was a rampant killer around the Staten Island area named Andre Rand. Uh, he basically started kidnapping children, and uh, he was convicted of five mur- murders. Uh, he worked for a janitor, the Willowbrook State School, um, which at the time that the murders actually took place was abandoned. It had closed down. And the this is the crazy thing about the Willowbrook School. So it it basically, the Willowbrook School is... Similar to all the asylums and psychiatric wards and stuff like that, the weird hospitals that you find all across America that during like between the 1940s all the way through the 19, like 80s and 90s even, that basically is a black eye on the medical uh, and state type system because of use, the not being treated properly, experiments, stuff like that. So the Willowbrook State School, the way they show it in the Cropsey documentary is that it was this big, massive area and they had little, little branches off of little different things. Like there was a tuberculosis hospital that was close. Um, but the main school was, was a reformatory score, 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 reformatory school for disabled kids and it operated from 1947 till um 1987 now this is the crazy stuff um so i watched some of that documentary on cropsy because what it does is it covers the urban legend first and then kind of morphs into the whole Willowbrook school and, and all of that stuff. They had footage because what had happened was, um, who was it that went there? The Senator, uh, Robert Kennedy went there and he was like, Whoa, this is a snake pit. Okay. Still didn't close. Uh, the journalist Geraldo Rivera did an expose in 1972. It was one of his bigger like stories that he came out with, but went into the school with cameras, right? Um, and showed all of this and, sh- and you could see the actual footage. And this is 1972. That's not that long ago. Mm-hmm. Right. So at 1972 from 1947 to 1972, it's already been open multiple years. And so he shows this footage of these disabled kids naked. There's feces everywhere. You could tell there's abuse. They are so crammed. It's really, really disturbing that that. And the 70s took place. You know what I mean? It still didn't close, not till 1987. Mm. This guy, Andrew Rand, was a janitor, or some people called him an orderly. Some articles had him as an orderly, which was an assistant to, like, the nurses and stuff. So, basically, he was there and would do whatever, what a little little loose-end things that he needed. Orderlies are mostly almost like security. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The way they described it was that, like, anything that, basically needed to be done that wasn't like a nurse job or anything he mm. would do so if it was like cleaning up throw up or whatever so he was around all these kids which is kind of scary that later he ended up killing you know disabled kids and, and kids in general and yeah so it ended up closing in 1987 so you can already imagine that that area has just like a black cloud over it and so yeah so he started actually killing people in 1987 kids and he lived on the grounds but where he would do the killing was the abandoned um tuberculosis part of the 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 area hospital place that it 
took place in. Yes. So in a close in 1987, that's when he started killing. But craziness, right? Before before he even started killing, he had prior convictions. So he had prior convictions of dark stuff before he even became a janitor and orderly. There was one thing where he like he jumped onto a YMCA bus and kidnapped a whole bus of kids and took them to the airport. So he's already kind of like crazy. Um, but going back to, you know, I watched a series of TikTok videos and series of like part of the documentary of people kind of describing the area that I guess he would take the bodies and I guess that he kind of lived on, he lived on the premise of it. So I guess technically he lived in the abandoned ruins of the tuberculosis house thing where they would. Um... Okay, so one interesting thing was, one thing I found was that there was this TikToker called Preepy uh, History Class, which actually went to that area. You know, she went over the story of Cropsy and then she said that there was rumors of dark satanic rituals and even the killer himself was possessed as a rumors that they said uh when they took him like when they arrested him i know there's one there's one specific picture or video that's like it's kind of creepy you look at it and you're like what the heck is going on with him but he's drooling really bad and he's he's being handcuffed he's not showing any emotion he's just drooling and people just thought he was crazy but there's some people that thinks he was possessed and that's what led him to kill and he killed because of child sacrifice and all of that stuff so that's kind of where the paranormal side kind of creeps in but it's i mean it's unknown you know you don't really know um apparently one person said that they in the comments said that they went and obviously the encounters that they had at that area were not good. Someone else said that they had seen the satanic altar. Well, you know, one rumor is that there's a satanic altar there. One person even said they went into, like, the tunnels of the area. And it's, like, stepping back in time. I know there was one person that had said that if you go to that abandoned area, you could still see, like, artifacts and things from the tuberculosis hospital. Like, I think the one person saw, like, the actual food tray and, like, different instruments and stuff scattered in the woods itself. And his first victim, she actually was found in a shallow grave in that general area. So, I mean, there's a lot of death just on the land alone because of all that area you know near willowbrook mm. yeah and you has know been place been investigated before i feel like it, should, it already has been. i don't think it has i don't know i don't know like when i was looking at it, it it definitely i feel like a lot of like homeless people kind of reside there i'm not sure so i don't think really people mess with it too much and then the idea that it wasn't that long ago that there was a murder that committed there kind of i don't know if that freaks people out it's definitely a spot that a lot of people go to just to go to, but like doesn't. I don't think there's been actual people that have been investigating it mm. that I know of. I wasn't able to find any investigation videos, so I don't think anybody has investigated. Um, but if it was up to me, I mean, I'd be hitting up that school. Yeah. Because I have never seen when I tell you, like, you know, you've seen you. You know, because of all the abandoned stuff with the psychiatric wards and asylums, and you hear like Trans Allegheny and all that stuff. But you seeing the actual footage is something else. And I mean, just disabled kids completely naked laying there in their own feces. Like, 
I mean, granted, you know, some people that have disabilities don't understand, but at the same time, some of them do. And I did not know the level at which people just gave up their kids if they had a problem like that, a disability. And I mean, it is really sad. It's really, and the fact that it was, I mean, it's state owned. The state freaking condone this like they said okay oh another thing that happened at the willowbrook school is you know you always hear these reformatory like there's a reformatory school that got closed down in north carolina that they were practicing vasectomies on the teenage boys um and this one they were practicing hepatitis treatments so these kids were getting injected with hepatitis and they were young. They weren't like old either. They were young, old, you know, older ones. So, you know, that area alone is, and everybody that was in the comments says it's, it's not, it's a very heavy area. You know, you think even the tuberculosis area, which is where, you know, the body bodies were found, body was found Mm. of the young girl, you know, yeah. So, and that's where it kind of gets kind of true crimey, and that's not really our expertise. Even though, funny enough, I wanted to be a detective. So, I mean, it technically is my, it's something I look up and research on the side, but it's not something I would want to cover, cover just because it's, it's not awkward for me, but it's like, I feel, I don't know, I feel bad covering that, I guess. Cause it's, a, it's such a, such a heavy topic. I mean, the paranormal is heavy, but so heavy. I don't know how people do it. Yeah. Like the true crime po- podcast. Well, they're talking about previous stuff that's happened a while. Most of the time, yeah. If it never affects you indirectly or directly, it doesn't, or it doesn't affect you indirectly. It doesn't. Most of times, it doesn't bother anybody. Yeah, well, see, yeah. I think it would be hard for me because, like, what you talked about a little bit on the Gear Brother podcast, like when you had them on, mm-hmm. is my family has dealt with like murders directly. Like my aunt was murdered brutally. And uh, I saw the effect that it had on my grandmother and my mom, you know, throughout their entire life. That's where we kind of ended. Just so, just in case anybody was like, what? They ended it there? Like, what the heck? I don't know. And then the idea that are some killers possessed is another friggin' topic that really blurs. I wouldn't say no. I'm going to say yes or no. Most of the time people say it's a mental illness, a lot of them. But to have them by many evil. And then some people claim like, oh, this and that. And then like. Well, I'll, I'll tell you for me as a psychic point of view, right? You have some people that I can look at. Like, I'll tell you just from my perspective. And I would never put this as actual like fact. Like I wouldn't. But I. Because. I don't know why, like, I I was really big into true crime growing up, like, as a teenager, I would always read about true crime stuff, and I would definitely watch, like, the Unsolved Mysteries and stuff like that, and all of that stuff, because I I did want to become, like, a uh, cold case detective, I specifically wanted to solve cold case stuff, and I took all these classes in high school on, like, forensics and all that stuff, that was what I wanted to do, but there's some serial killers, like, I look at, and you could tell that, like, I feel they're just crazy, they're just, like, a mental illness, and then there's some that you're like, whoa, there is something else there. Um, it's not very many, but like this guy, Andrew, uh, Andre, I always want to keep calling him Andrew, but Andre Rand, he literally looks just crazy. I, if I had to rule it, I don't think he was possessed. Like just, 
off a psychic point of view of looking at him, I don't think he's possessed. I think he had a mental instability. But that's just my opinion. Mm. And I don't think I don't think all mental instabilities are dark attachments or possessions or whatever, but I do think there's some that get diagnosed as having like mental disorders that aren't mental disorders that are, you know, entity based or whatever. And and I guess that kind of wraps up today's episode. Yeah, anyway, I know I think it's a short it, it's one. It's so short, but be, and you want more? Uh, be careful what you wish for this Wednesday. All right. Um, just like <laughs> yeah, you know that right long. now. You see the time mark on Wednesday's episode. You're like, oh, this is what he meant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So if you, if you announcements we had at the beginning of the episode, we might make one more announcement of more certification, I guess, and 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 more cemented on Friday. Um. Before the uh, before Saturday, just so we have everything all uh, properly announced, let's say that. Um, but as for sure, as for for sure, as for right now, um, yeah. So, uh, like I said, look forward to 29th live podcast seven o'clock live investigation uh, immediately following, most likely eight o'clock, and all that will be from um, Hidden Shadows podcast on Instagram and Shadow Walker. Like I said. Uh, either the hidden sh- uh, Shadow Walker Paranormal Instagram or hidden Shadow, sh- uh, sorry Shadow Walker Paranormal TikTok. But like I said, Friday we'll have the more cemented answer to that question of which one it's going to be. Yeah, and this is short, but you're going to get a lot of more in depth stuff I'm rounding out to Halloween. So <laughs> yes, yeah, think of this as a little little break. Teaser. Yeah, a little tease, a little break. But as always, guys, you can catch our social media at uh, Hidden Shadows Podcast. On Instagram, hitting the shot six on Twitter, hitting the podcast two on TikTok. Links to all the social media and always listen to us at hittingshadowspodcast.com. Also, check out our paranormal page, uh, Shadow Walker Paranormal on Instagram. And also, I believe we have a TikTok as well, right? Yes, I will post that in the episode description. Right. Uh, but as always, you can catch our widows in the next one. Yes. Mom.